Hey everyone. So, um, finding your sacred, right? Or really just finding you again. So, um, my experience, and I'm only talking about my experience, that's all, um, is that having sort of been, had traveled through the underground of the darkness that I grew up with, and that I had within me, which I had no idea. Um, there was this notion that there was something to become, right? In my darkness, it was, you know, you need to become this thing. We're going to use you like a product. You know, you're going to, we're going to do this to you, and then you're going to go out and you're going to bring back the goodies. It was just pure evil. He was a cunt. And she was worthless, too. So they knew what they were doing. There was no... It's not beat about the bush. All right, so let's just say you get plunged in a vat of darkness or evil, and you know, uh, it, you know, it's like it's like having a border of pit bulls, right? It's just pit bulls, and you know nothing else. So you're gonna, you know, go ahead and authorize and you know make them sacred and just whatever. Um, so. When you see the trick or the vileness of what was done to you or the trauma that paralyzed you, um, when you kind of dissolve your armor, so my, mine was to, the way I kept alive was by, you know, I had a PR machine that basically he transformed the darkness into some sort of radical mission of victimhood that I had to save them, right? But they were just evil. There's no, yeah, you don't, they were consciously doing, they knew what they were doing. And of course, I couldn't, you can't possibly imagine that, you know, your parents would do that, right? So you, you so in order, so instead of seeing them, because if you imagine, if you see yourself in, you know, in hell, well, fuck, you're going to die. So, you cleverly fragment, and in my case, I reinvented the characters and, and made them into victims, and they needed to be saved. That's, that was my savior. That belief was my savior. The truth was they were just evil. They were adults. They knew what they were doing. I was a child. They weren't the children. And so I couldn't, you know, you can't see that. So later on through this whole journey, I've come to see what their motivations were, who they really were, and so this whole, um, you know, filter I put on them has been dissolved. And in the dissolving, you know, I've, I, you know, it's like layers of energy. You can't keep dissolving the energy layers of armor. And so that you get to see them for who they are and you get to see what you, you know, took from them, right? What you kind of inhaled and what you built within you. And so within me, I had basically, you know, dungeon keepers, pit bulls. I would say just surrounded by these, like, thrashing, you know, dogs, right? What's the thing that's most scariest to a child? It's this, you know, pit bull just, you know, barking. And I think they have it in Harry Potter. I think they have a huge, big dog that's kind of surround. has this kind of, like, 
collar with like spikes on it. It's all, you know, the world is either pure terror or, you know, it's either fear or no fear. That's basically what we come down to, right? Death is, are you going to live or are you going to die? Are you going to risk or you're not going to risk? Am I going to live or am I going to die? That's basically all life is. Do I get to survive or do I don't? You know, you're always on the verge of death. That's the first thing, you know, that keeps us doing everything. It's I cannot die. It's a motivation, right? I've got to eat. I've got to live. I've got to have a roof over my head. I can't die. I've got to survive. So that's survival, right? Um, evolution is based on, you know, those who can adapt to those who can survive, right? So I never knew any of this because I'd covered it all up um, with armor. And, you know, I spun the tail and whatever, the spell. And as it's all been, you know, the ayahuasca has basically shone a light on this huge... Um, landscape of sewage and truth and just vileness um, as you're being dissolved and kind of the final debris is being removed you know it's like whatever you built within you to replicate them or to survive or whatever the truth you know it's it's really like being <clears throat> like I have pit bulls right I have this these entities that come out that are just the don't leave this place, the fear, really. So I think I would say it's kind of like my own fear mongers. I have my own monsters that won't say, don't look over here and don't come in here and don't live. That's what they're saying. Don't live according to you. you ne we need to be controlled by you. And the way we're going to control you is to terrify you. So, I mean, I grew up with a bully, a con man, piece of shit all round. And his sidekick. So I was kind of cooked in all of that. One of the things that as you come out is there was this marvelous saying This somebody was talking about, you know, what is my truest dream, right? So if you think about, well, what are you here to do? Um, so far, it's just been about waking up to the truth that I was buried in and basically, you know, vomiting it out, as, you know, every day. Because you're built in, I mean, when you, if you look at a lobster, it's actually fascinating. The lobster has to change its whole skin, which is hard, right? So it goes this incredible process. It goes down to the bottom of the ocean and goes through this whole process of rebuilding itself. And I think the universe is, is doing that all day, every day, right? So this really is like that. You literally are rebuilding yourself. But there's no actually, there's no actual rebuilding. It's an actual shedding, first and foremost. You know, caterpillar to butterfly, lobster. I mean, there's tons of, um, you know, an octopus can have its, one of its tentacles cut off. It will, it will regenerate one. And so we are regenerating creatures. They say every seven years your whole body is different, right? Everything has been changed. So, and in the same way, it's not that big a leap to say that this is actually a regeneration. And you can call it a spiritual re regeneration, but that just sounds so woo-woo. It's just a regeneration of your being. If you're willing to wake up 
and face the trauma. So the trauma holds you hostage. It builds you. It's, you know, it's riddled with border patrol and pit bulls and all sorts of entities within you that are basically holding you hostage with fear. Fear is a very big scope. Oh, it's a huge theme because it manifests in many ways. But essentially, it's denial, refusal, paralysis, terror. You know, all of that, everything that stops you from living life, basically. I mean, we're all going to die. And then you'll get, you know, regenerated or whatever. I don't know what happens later. But, um, you're all, you know, we're all going to end up in the same place, right? So we all, we're all one thing. We can, everything is from one thing, blah, blah, blah. So the thing here is, for me, it was a monumental terror. Monumental I can talk about it like, you know, again, a hundred foot wave. It's just coming at you and you're three and four. That's how terrifying it was for all the stuff that happened to me early on. So what, so I, I see this, and again, it's just my opinion, my little tiny grain of sand. I see this whole thing as this big soup of stuff. The whole universe is a soup. And, and, um, When you arrive, you know, you're coming out of a soup. And it's like you're then going to grow into this thing. Like the soup, out of the soup comes a flower and it flowers into its rosedom. Or out of the soup comes a whale and, you know, it has the, the mark, you know, the, the DNA of a whale, whatever. And we have, I really truly believe that we, we're ready to become the thing that we were meant to be, Right. And if there's trauma, what it does is it squashes that ability to grow into that thing, whatever that is, right? You're going to become, I don't know, an astronaut. You're going to clean toilets. I don't know. But there's something that you're going to become because you have the life force to become it. But if on arrival you're met with, you know, the militia and pit bulls and terror, and terror is the paralyzer of life. You know, fear is a paralyzer. Fear stops everything, right? Fear, like people in a car crash, you know, the whole world suddenly slows down. Fear. And so in that fear, in that overwhelm, you don't end up being your rosedom or your whaledom or you don't, you don't. You stop that growth of whatever it is that you are going to grow into that's all shut down. It's like your soul leaves. And then you're building this sort of Frankensteinian armor, which is not who you are, which is held in place by terror. And you've built your own terror machine in, in, inside of you. I, you know, they come out, I see them, they're energetic. And their energy's basically stopping you from living. That's it, quite simple. And you know, it was such an overwhelm for me that it took me 13 and a half years of meditation and ayahuasca, five years, to really just pull it to the surface, to dredge it up from the ocean and to dissolve and dismantle this thing that I was, which is just layers of, of energy. Of, it was just layers of dungeon keepers that said, you know, no, 
you, you don't have the right. I mean, you know, you're, you're, not, I'm not, you're not allowed to grow into what you are or to be who you are. I'm going to take, with terror, I'm going to take your life force and use it to fulfill, you know, my ends. Now, this piece of shit's dead. He's been dead for God knows how long, 11 years or something. I don't know. But within me, I built the extension of the structure of that from him, right? So I built, because the terror was so huge, I built my own dungeon keepers. I, you know, I'm, I'm surrounded by sort of energetic put balls, right? They try to frighten me. Now, they're coming up in Sarami, so they don't, you know, at the end, we're really at the end, I don't, you know. Um, and there's either the kind of the dark or the light. Now, one of the things that, um, came to me was, okay, so I, my whole life, because I was built in the dark and I was built out of terror, I was always building armor, right? And my armor was, shit, I need to pretend myself into someone. I need to figure out what the monster wants and then build that. So I wasn't, you know, if you're loved and you're given the authentic love of a parent, which is actually a natural thing, then you grow your whatever your seeds are, your, whatever you're going to grow into, you grow into, right? You become whatever. It comes from love. That's, a, that's, the, the, that's the, the soil. That's the food. It's love, right? I love you. You know, your little child. I take care of you. I soothe you. I love you. I just water you in whichever way the plant's growing. So you become it, right? If you, if that's completely, if there's none, none of that nurturing and none of that love and none of that safety, that thing, you don't grow into the thing that you're supposed to be. You create the thing that alleviates the monster. So you're building yourself in response to the monster. That's not who you are. That's armor. Right? So imagine if you when you show up, it's a mirror. The mirror is love and it's reflecting you. That's what your building blocks of life are. It's reflecting how sweet you are, how kind you are, how whatever you are, how robust, whatever it is, how crazy you are, it doesn't matter. It's allowing the you to show up and it's reflecting and accepting that. Then you grow into strength, you grow into power. You know, you can have emotions, you can cry, you can be sad. You know, the whole range of your emotions are accept you're in acceptance, you're accepted by these people. That's what that's your strength. You're fully accepted as you are. If you, however, you you, you know you show up to the gulag and evil, I certainly did grow up to evil, then again your whatever you're gonna become is basically shut down, it's stampeded out, and the terror that shows up is a paralysis and then because of the terror somebody puts a gun to your head or surrounds you with by put balls you know you're going to agree to become what they need and that's what I did right I built according to the terror of them and because I was too small I couldn't see it was evil so I transposed the music and put a filter on them of being you know, people that were struggling that just needed to be taken care of and, you know, I, I, I refuse to see their evil. 
And so that didn't mean um, that it didn't still ha it wasn't still affecting me, right? Um, it doesn't mean that you still all this stuff isn't affecting you. It's just refuse. It's a constant refusal. So for me, it was wrong to be a little child, right? To be cared for, to be loved. It was wrong to be a child. It was horrible, awful people, horrific. And it was wrong to be me. That's what they tell you if there's trauma. If they just, you know, pour the, their poison over you. They basically cancel you out. So it's interesting because in this kind of dissolution of this vileness, um, so, so I was so used to pretending myself into someone, to, like, into, a, into a person that they needed that wouldn't get me killed, right? So if, the, if, you, if you're a court jester, right, it's just to think like if you're a court jester in the courts and the king needs you to make him laugh, you're not really a court jester, but you've got to quickly make up the jokes, right? because the jokes are going to make the king happy, and if the king is happy, you don't get your head cut off. You know, make the king laugh. It's basically how it is, right? It's all you're doing is like, you're suddenly in this holding pen, surrounded by electric, you know, barbed wire, and the only way that you're not going to be taken out, dragged out to be killed, is if you say the right things. It's like a dictatorship, same sort of thing, right? You know, I don't want you to be you. You need to agree to this ideology and if you don't agree to this ideology, then I kill you. I mean, we've seen it over and over again. It's just, it's the same shit, you know, but it's, this is on a very personal level because it's in your home, it's with your parents. It's not what you expect from parents, right? Oh, God. So, but it's basically the same thing. It's a control thing, right? And it was constant with me. It was constant bullying, constant fear, constant putting down abuse. I mean, it was horrific. And if you're in that vat, then you, all you've got is your brain to survive. And my brain was, you know, I got to change this shit up, right? But I was still in prison. Just because I put a filter on evil doesn't mean the evil goes away. I just was not wanting to see it. And I could, I was able to do that with my imagination and my whatever. So as this thing is, as I'm being released from this internment, and it is an internment, as the fear is being refused, as I'm surrendering to the universe, and it is what you're doing, in order to get for you to, you know, let go of the evil, you have to sort of surrender to the universe. And, and you, you know, that's the terror of the child. Right? If I don't do... Well, that's how they get you, right? It's like if you don't do what they say, you're going to die. And in that situation, you really are going to die because you're a kid. So this getting out, so as you're being, so this is the thing is that this trusting of the universe, right? So you, if you, um, one of the things is that, okay, I'm going to talk about this like an ambush, right? So 
you're arriving from this big bowl of soup, you know, this big soup that universe is. And you're kind of like in the dark and you arrive and you're not cooked and you're ready. You've got this sort of thing that you're going to become, right? You're going to become a frog, a tree or whatever. You're going to grow into it. And then what happens is like, it's almost like these dark energies wait at the entrance to ambush. It's a sort of an ambush, right? So I arrived and my whole first image is I was just drowned. So they take your soul. They terrify you. You're innocent. You're just, the, you're in the sort of budding phase of being, of becoming the outcome of you. And terror, you know, it's like an ambush. It's terrifying, right? So this other energy sort of ambushes you and takes you. And it's like being in a cult. You don't know you're in a cult because you have nothing to compare it to. And they must know these energies that, you know, children in that innocent state of arrival, just coming out of the soup to become what they need to become, then, and again, this is my, my only my experience and from what I've seen, is that, that you're ambushed and you're held, you're held hostage. And basically your energy is used as fuel um, for them, as bait for them. So I was used in this instance for this piece of evil to get money for him, to live the life for him, to make him, you know, what he wanted. It was, it was a really evil human being. And it was a complete capture. And because you've got nothing to compare it to, you've got no, no allies on that landscape other than these people who are supposed to be your parents, well, that, it's your, that's it. You're going to do it because you're small, you're terrified, and um, that's it. Right, you're going to do what they tell you. Um, and they're supposed to be your parents. It's almost like it's almost like a trick or a spell or it's it's almost like I'm trying to think of like highway robbery, I suppose. I suppose like Robin Hood. You're sort of or pirates. It's like evil waiting to steal innocence. You know, they're kind of like a rogue band of energetic pirates of evil. I don't know. I, I have no idea. But that's if I think about it in a kind of practical terms, it's an ambush. And they use your energy and they terrify you to, you know, to make good for them. And you can't do anything about it because, you know, it's what you've been brought up in. Um, and you don't realize there's a way out. You don't realize that. And then you build the energy of them within you. So I built the pit bulls and the dungeon keepers and everything that authorized that horrific ideology and may and legitimized them. I legitimized evil. I made the behavior okay. I made the cancellation of my childhood okay. I made the fact that I, you know, that they made me wrong to be a child. They made me wrong. They were completely unloving and cruel. And I made that cruelty okay. Refusing the natural process of my divinity, which we all have, right? That you need to be loved. You need to be taken care of. And so I held back all those emotions because those emotions, I was told, was wrong, right? And it's not wrong. So you basically are canceled out if you've been put in that position. of, And it's trauma. I think trauma really ultimately is 
evil showing up to ambush the arrival of innocence. And because they know they're cowards, you know, a child is, is terrified. A child is a little, you know, little piece of divinity. So, of course, you have no idea about it, you know, and I, it was a trick, it was a capture, it was a theft. And I, living inside that hell, I, you know, basically, you know, had a PR machine that made it work. And so I had kind of a position, although I had no position. I was completely fucked. But in order for me to somehow have power in there, I, you know, built myself up as a heroine, as the missionary. I was cooked inside of it. So does this, I mean, and you're literally cooked energetically, right? I was, you know, if you're brought up by pirates, it's one thing. If you're brought up by caring, loving people, it's another. If you're, you know, brought up by cruelty, you're going to build an energetic thing that's in relation to it. It's not, again, it's not who you are. You don't know that, that you're not that, but you're not that. And I had so much belief in it because I had to survive, that. but I just knew there was something wrong. I didn't know what it was. It was a... Something was wrong, but it was a tiny crack to a huge, massive shit show. So as this thing has been dissolved, I keep meaning to get to this point. I keep thinking, well, I've got to become someone, right? That was my, I was always doing that to survive. It's like being on hot coals. What does a monster want today? You're like sniffing for like death. You know, how am I not going to die today? How is he not, if it, you know, he's going to come bully me again today. He's going to come and scream at me. I'm going to hide under covers in a fetal position. How can I avoid that? I had to do, be successful. You know, so I, at school I had to do well. It was always, it was always like bullying. It's like, I'm going to make you do what I want you to do by hitting you, right? By constantly attacking you. It's my agenda. It's his agenda that needs to be fulfilled. I'm not, I'm just a, an object to be used to fulfill, right? If you're in that position, you're just being used for somebody else's goals and ends. You're just, you know, energy that can be molded. And so, again, I built myself... In relation to that, so I built my own dungeon keepers, I had my own pit bulls, I built my own... It's all him, it's a reflection of that horrific piece of evil. So, in that dissolution, and as I let these things come out, and I surrender more to the universe, and the universe is basically saying, let's just melt this whole thing, right? Let's, uh, let's undo this whole cooking of your energetic field, let's heal this energetic field. You know, there's old remnants of, well, well who am I now? Like, what do I become? And what's interesting is that there's nothing to become. You already have what was in you in that original state. It's like that Zen thing of what was my original face before my mother and father was born. You will blossom into what you were meant to be originally when you weren't stolen, ambushed by trauma. So I don't remember what that is because I spent most of my life building 
the thing that wouldn't get me killed that was just an armor, a mechanism of armor. Like if I become this, if I become that, I will be accepted or loved or I will survive. That was just a default position. If I look like this, if I do that, if I say this, if I... So that's been my whole life. It's like literally like being on hot coals all day, every day. But it was an invention. It was like, what is a thing that won't get me killed? Right? If you've got to learn how to tap dance because the king is wants a tap dancer today, you're going to tap dance really fast. Right? That's all I knew was pit bulls, potential death and survival and all it was was what's not going to get me killed so that became just a way of life there's a monster you have to submit to it you have to figure out what it wants and you're constantly doing that over and over either with the person that you grew up with or with other people because you just you, you, you it becomes a loop Right, because that's what terror does. It puts you into a par paralytic loop, a default position that you're always doing. So, as you're being dissolved by the ayahuasca, um, so is the loop. And there's a kind of like relaxing into, okay, I don't have to do this anymore. It's safe to sit here in the silence there is no more monster. Although it tries to come up again through these energetic things, but it's just lost its, you know. It's almost like the ayahuasca has more power over you than the evil, right? So the good and the light is growing bigger and bigger and the shadow is getting smaller, is shrinking more and more. It can't, can't have that hold over you. So, but parts of me go, well, shit, okay. I've been exposed. I'm literally, I don't have any more of that mechanism that works. I get to see what that thing was. It wasn't the father. It was evil. I get to see the true landscape. I, I was just used and abused and sexually, it was horrific. Okay, it was all disgusting, all wrong. So now what? And your brain thinks, well, I need to become myself. Like, how do I do that? But the truth is, you were always yourself. That power of who you are is within you. It's just been overshadowed. There is nothing to become. There's nothing to invent, basically, of you. Your, the seeds of who you were supposed to be live within you. I haven't had any access to that because I abandoned it. I jumped ship early on when evil showed up. So I don't have... So what I'm looking for is my direct connection back to what I was. And for me to have a direct connection back, I need to clean out the last dregs of this shit. Right? The last layers of this ambush. There's no going forward as in I need to reinvent someone. I need to go keep going back and back and back through the jungle, through the darkness, through the capture to get to where my truth lives. And 
that for me is like a huge kind of learning because in trauma, your brain is, everything is built to survive. So your thoughts, your physicality, your emotions, everything is in survival mode, which is in, for me, it was constantly reinventing to ensure that I survived in response to a monster. Let's just put it that way, evil, right? So I was vigilant of what that evil wanted so I wouldn't die. In this instance, as you dissolve, it's like, ah, oh, there's nothing to become. There's something to reconnect to that got broken off, right? So there's a wiring that was cut, that was severed from your original self, right? If you've been severed from your original self because you've been ambushed and kind of held hostage by trauma, it's disconnected you from your original wiring, from your original self. It takes you, it cuts you from your original self. It severs that connection through fear, through terror. You're, you're innocent, you're just arrived, blah, blah, blah and you're stolen, this, the ayahuasca takes you back through the layers that you built of armor. It takes you into your shadow. It shows you the complete truth of what happened, of who they were and how they took you and whatever their motivations, blah, blah, blah. And then as you're made whole, as you allow your feelings come up to see that you were denied your childhood, to see all the feelings that you were denied and how you authorize them, this return to yourself is a reconnection with your original wiring, where you originally came from, that soup, right? That soup has all the elements of the universe in it. It's got everything in it, right? As you come, as you come into being, you're going to, you have a script ready to build. If you're stolen by trauma, if you're taken, if you're paralyzed, if your potential life force is shut down and used, you become armor. You sever from the soup. You sever from the life force. You have no connection. That's what happened to me. I was like, I was just taken severed, terrified, used. It's a theft. And you don't know you've been stolen because the terror is so huge. And all you have is your imagination to, to, to make it work. I survived because my imagination recreated the conditions to make it palatable. So there's a fallacy that you become something. Like somebody's talking about, what is my truest dream? And I kept thinking, well, what is my truest dream? Who am I really? That's not someone that you become. That's someone that you are that has been overshadowed by trauma. It's like you're there. You just have to take the earth off. You have to take all the stuff that's refused that in you. And 
that's the journey back is to reconnect to that. Now I have, I don't know honestly what that is. I have no true, I don't know because I've been out of that place for so long. I don't know. I've got to learn. I'm being taught again. I'm being reconnected. But I know it's, before I would thought it was a thing that happened as an expression outside of you that you have to invent it because I was always inventing a self but that's only because I was so traumatized and used and tricked it's almost like a spell right that I, I had no connection so what you're doing here really is connecting back to you that's it that's what I'm saying here in this healing you're connecting back to your original self. As a Zen say, what was my original face before my mother and father was born? There is a self that's going to grow, that's going to blossom, and then it's going to expire and whatever. It's going to go through its course. It never got to do that because it was stolen, right? Paralyzed, used by evil in this case, right? And by, again, all the pit bulls that you put you have inside you energetically to stop they literally it's almost like they plant their own border patrol within you so you live with the terror so if someone terrorizes you live with the terror inside of you you build your own border patrol and you literally live refusing your own life all the time so they kind of own you and that doesn't have to be as bad as abuse or sexual abuse. It can be as bad as judging you or criticizing you or making you wrong, or whatever it is that you're being refused. In the end, there is nothing to become if you've been traumatized. There's only the reconnecting to who you were before the trauma happened. Right? In order for you to reconnect, you have to get rid of all the shadow and all the debris within you, and all your own dungeon keepers, and all your own pit bulls, and all your own demons, because you built them in response to, to them, to the, to the darkness itself. Wow, that's a long-winded way of saying you have to go home, right? You have to reconnect. But you have to be careful, because outside people are saying, oh, you know, you can do anything you want, you can become anything you want, you know, it's like, it's like something you have to invent, you know, fake it till you make it. I don't think if in your real power, if you're really connected, you don't have to invent anything. There's nothing to fake. You are actually it. You don't know you're it if you've been, you know, used for somebody else's version of life. You get back to it. When you get into your own shadow, you get past all the dungeon keepers, past all the, the beliefs. You pull up all the feelings, all the emotions. You really release everything and you get back to be you, there was a you before you were traumatized. You were told that you was wrong, that you were, you were told that, you know, you were terrified into believing that you had to build somebody else, you were terrified into whatever. All that is just terror and paralysis and armor building and bullshit and ambush and theft. There's, there's, a, there's a you in every human being that needs to be itself. It's coming from this huge soup of stuff. 
So the ultimate goal is not to become anything, but to return to being connected to your truth, to your sacred, to whatever the essence of you was originally. All right. Bye.